And we thank the grace of our Lord Jesus and the help of the Holy Spirit. We will continue with our mutual encouragement. I was originally assigned to uh, to share this uh, to conduct this seminar for one weekend for one weekend, but it ended up being two weekends. And the Vancouver Church Board uh, asked, requested that I uh, share on the topic of marriage. In my previous marriage coordinator seminar in the U.S., I was also assigned to give a session, and I also shared with them on this topic. And I thought this is a very good topic, marriage centered on Christ. So I'm going to... And I've put aside five sessions, particularly on this topic. And the first session will be sharing and discussion. And the other four sessions will be my uh, sharing. Last night I shared with you the origin of marriage and the purpose of marriage. And we also from the Bible know what the definition of marriage is. Let's read again Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. Genesis, Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. We know that there are three uh, items in a marriage. The first step is to leave his father and mother. The second step is to be joined to his wife. And the third step is to become one flesh. This word leaving does not mean whether you are supposed to live with your parents or not after marriage. It is after your marriage, how are you supposed to change the interrelationship and the dynamic? And how you can adjust the dynamic of this relationship? Therefore, after you're married, you need to be emotionally and mentally mature. And the groom must know that he is supposed to establish and be responsible for his new family. So, 
Before he is totally dependent on his parents. And now I'm all grown up, I must be independent and be the head of the family. And I have to be responsible for all the duties assigned to me as a husband. Therefore, he must be emotionally and mentally mature. And he also must have a career to support his family. Because we know that uh, having a family require expenses for the children's education. And after marriage, you're not supposed to uh, ask for money from your parents anymore. And he must be financially independent. Secondly, his uh, faith must be independent from his parents. He, he must not say that uh, this God is my father's God. Now that he's married, he must lead his family before God. To lead his family so that they will all become godly. This is what is meant by leaving his father and mother. And to be joined to his wife. And that does not mean that uh, you ask your parents not to get involved in your lives anymore. It is uh, having a change in the dynamic of our relationship with parents. And to establish this new relationship with his wife. And this, uh, in terms of uh, our human relationship, the uh, top on the list is the relationship between husband and wife. Because the uh, relationship between husband and wife is the utmost important. If there is a breakdown in this spouse relationship, and if the couple cannot get along, then how are you supposed to show your philopathy to your parents and to teach your children? And this is what is meant to be joined to his wife. And we know that uh, the relationship between husband and wife is the most important one. And this new family, the, uh, both husband and wife must discuss where uh, an issue comes up. And when we have problems, we can uh, um, ask 
uh, advice from our parents, and our parents will give us suggestions. And when the couple meet uh, with a problem, and parents will be able to help them. However, ultimately, the final decision rests on the couple themselves. And for these two people to become one, not only do they live together, emotionally they have to become one. And you have to treasure the other person. And it's the picture that the author of Song of Solomon described how the uh, husband and wife long for one another. And we know that uh, husband and wife, they are the uh, inheritance of this uh, uh, f- uh, grace of faith. Not only to be emotionally one, but also in their spirit. Because they will walk this heavenly journey hand by hand. Because after our life here ended on earth, we will go back to heaven. Therefore, on this journey of faith, we have to help and support one another. To serve and worship God together. And to walk on this heavenly journey until the end of our lives. And this is what is meant by becoming one flesh and to partake the grace of life. Since this, um, they have become one flesh, let not man put in thunder what God has put together. And the people said that when two people become one flesh, it's like two pieces of paper being uh, put uh, on top of the other. And and they became a piece of paper that have been uh, glued together. Because when two had become one, you will definitely tear when you want to rip it apart. Because when these two people have become one, if uh, by human method we like to rip it apart, it's going to hurt the other person. In the study, they said that uh, 50% of marriages ended in divorce. And we know that this is a great disservice to society. 
And this also causes many societal ills. And this all has to do with broken marriages. And a marriage should uh, require a jealousy on either party. Because there is a priority, there is a pecking order in the marriage. Because it's related to two people becoming one. Therefore, there is not supposed to be a third party or a third wheel. And it is liking to expect that uh, come into your eyes and hurt your eyes. Because when the sand landed inside your eyes, the whole body will be very uncomfortable. Because when there is a third party that comes into the marriage, then this marriage will soon become very dysfunctional. Abraham, when he first married, was married to Sarah, everything was fine. However, Sarah, she was barren. And she thought to herself that she will the uh, advise, uh, it will the ask her, her maidservant to uh, to uh, to have an, uh, a relationship with Abraham. That maybe through my maidservant I will have a child. But we can see that after Hagar came into the picture, everything turns sour. And when Hagar um, realized that she could bear a son, she despised her mistress. And when Sarah was almost 100 years old, God gave her a son. And it was at that point that Sarah chased away, drive, drove away Hagar and her son. And Abraham was very, very sad. Because this was the result of a man made solution. And through the ages, we can see that in history, there is the enmity between the Jews and the Arabs. And we know that this is the greatest Middle East conflict that happened since 3,000 years. And there is a great enmity 
between the Arabs and the Jews. And we know that the last days during the Armageddon, it's going to be also started in that part of the world. And we can see this is really tragic. One misstep from Abraham, one mistake from Abraham caused this pain and agony through successive generations. And this is also um, a tragedy and it's also uh, uh, a sad incident in history. Our marriage also has a very direct relationship with our descendants. Therefore, our marriage counterparts is very important. Let us come back to the basic principle of marriage. Please turn to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 6. 哥林多后书六章十四节。Second Second Corinthians chapter six, verse fourteen. Chapter six, verse fourteen. So, verse fifteen. 基督和彼得有什么相同呢？信主和不信主的有什么相干呢？这里保罗谈到说，这个信跟不信啊，不要同父一恶。Here Paul exhorts us to not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. 当然，这个包括生活方面、事业方面，包括婚姻方面。of course, this uh, is with regard to our career as well as to our lives. And in terms of marriage, this also works well. Adam, he named all the animals that God created. However, Adam could not find a soul mate among these animals. Because we know that they are of a different human species. Abraham told his uh, faithful servant not to pick um, a future daughter in law among the uh, Canaanites. And uh, he made the uh, servant to swear.而且说你要回到我的本职本地那边啊，为我的小主人娶一个女子来给她为妻。And Abraham Abraham wanted his servant to go to where Abraham came come from to pick a daughter-in-law for him.因为这个迦南地的人啊，他们讲起来道德上、行为上都已经败坏了。Because we know that the Canaanites they were very immoral. Therefore, Abraham wanted his servant to go to the, his homeland and his people to pick a woman, a wife for Isaac. 
。所以神在摩西也一直告诉以色列人：你们进到迦南地啊，你们跟那个迦南人啊，你要跟他们不同组，不可以跟他们来往，不可以跟他们通婚。Therefore, God instructed Moses that when they come to the land of Canaan, they must not intermingle and intermarry with the locals. Ah, because they are different groups, different faiths, because they have different religion, different faith, and different way of life. We had a Solomon today morning talking about Solomon. And this morning I shared with you about Solomon. Because he married many foreign women. He married many foreign women. 其实我们看到他还没有做王以前就开始娶外邦人。Actually, even before Solomon became king, he already married many foreign women. 因为他做王四十岁嘛。Because he became king. 他做王二十年。He be, he was a king for twenty years. 对不起，二十岁做王。He became king when he was twenty years old. 做王四十年。And he became king for forty years. 他死掉了以后，他的儿子罗伯安做王是四十一岁。When he died, his son Rehoboam became king when he was forty-one years old. 所以，所罗门是在还没有做王以后就娶了这个亚门的女主为妻。And Solomon, before he became king, one of his wives was an Ammonite. 啊，第做王以后，第一个娶的就是埃及的。The first、uh, woman that he married after he became king was a Egyptian princess. Ah, 后来又娶了一千个妃嫔，都是外邦的公。And then later on, he had one、uh, thousand concubines, and they were all foreigners. 我们看尼西米记十三章。Let's turn to the book of Nehemiah, chapter thirteen. 尼西米记十三章。Nehemiah, chapter thirteen. 二十六节。Nehemiah chapter thirteen, verse twenty-six. 我又说以色列王所罗门不是在这世上犯罪吗？在多国中并没有一王像他，且蒙他神所爱，神立他做以色列全国的王。然而，连他也被外邦女子引诱犯罪。二十七节。Nehemiah was furious when he saw these Israelites marrying pagan women. He said, "Solomon, so powerful, Solomon, he was such a wise king, and God loved him so much. Why did he marry so many of these pagan women? Solomon started off was a he was very de- devoted to God, but later on he was influenced by all these、uh, pagan wives. So this is the basic principle. This is the basic principle of Bible regarding marriage. 有时候我们谈到这里，都说有的人会问：路德不是一个外邦女子，那么好啊。But then some people will say, "What about Ruth? She was such a wonderful pagan woman." 但是我们知道啊，那个就是选民的错误，恩典临到外邦人。But this is the、uh, the the error of the people, and grace has been given to the uh, uh, Gentiles. 
because the family of Elimelech left uh, uh, Canaan to go to Egypt. From Moab to the land that God uh, had promised to the land of the Moabites. The ten years is just like a nightmare for for them. And after Elimelech died, his two sons married the Moabites. And then later, Elimelech's two sons also died. And this family ended up with uh, being uh, three widows. Only at this time did Naomi decide to go back to her homeland. And of course, uh, Orpah left uh, her mother-in-law to return to her own people. Ruth, however, she was different. To her, this was a good opportunity to enter into the household of God, to become a people of God. And no matter how difficult my life was, I'm going to hold on tightly to this God. And her mother-in-law insisted that she return to her own people. And remarry, but uh, Ruth said, please do not make me Your God has become my God. Your people has become my people. And there's nothing that will separate us unless it's death. Therefore, Naomi returned home with her daughter-in-law, Ruth. Ruth was a virtuous woman. And God later on arranged a wealthy man to marry her. And we can see how God redeemed this family that was about to break down. Uh, Ruth is indeed a blessed woman. And we can see that uh, her uh, grandchildren has a king. And it was because of uh, David that he uh, led the Israelites. And we know that uh, uh, when David was king, it was the period when Israel is the strongest. Ruth, um, she's, she was an incredible person. But she was an, ex- an exception. And not the rule. We can see how much pain Elimelech had to pay. Uh, I'd like to uh, uh, review something with you. And we know that the husband and wife, they are partakers of the grace of life. Because with a different faith, 
will uh, have similar uh, values. And then they will have the same goals in life. And to have the same hope, which is the hope of the heavenly kingdom. And this is what is meant by the partakers of the grace of life. And this is also related to the propagation of the faith. Some families, they really put importance on the propagation of their faith. A Jewish father is supposed to uphold the religious education of his children. Therefore, a Jewish father is known as a stabilizing force. Because uh, the father wanted his children to be uh, stable. And we know that uh, there are not many family problems in Jewish families. Because a Jewish father is supposed to spend ample time with his children. Especially over dinner, the father would uh, communicate with his children. You never see a Jewish uh, a father watching TV while eating dinner with his family. Dinner time for the Jewish father is a time for him to understand what's going on in the children's lives. And during holidays, the Jewish father will always spend time with his children. Not only going to the synagogues on Sabbath together, and the Jewish father would also call his children to the bedroom to have a one-on-one with them. And they will study the Torah. And we can see that Jewish children, since young, they are very steep in the, uh, the Torah. Since uh, one years old, as once they know how to talk. And when they are uh, 18 months old, they have to memorize the laws. And, and the father makes sure that the children can memorize the Torah. And when they are three to four years old, they're sent to the Jewish school to study the Torah. Therefore, before the age of eight years old, they know what's going on with By the time they are 13 years old, they know the five books of Moses. And when they are 13 years old, once they pass the exam, they will be, uh, they perform a bar mitzvah for them. 
And the uh, education, the religious education of the uh, children lies on the father. And we know that the Jewish father is uh, very responsible for the uh, upbringing of the uh, children. And what about the Jewish moms? Because they are the unifying force in the family. It seems that um, the Jewish um, culture is paternalistic. But yet, actually, the Jewish culture, they uh, place importance on the women. Because when I heard that during a, a Jewish wedding, they're supposed to write a, a contract or covenant. And this marriage covenant is uh, place importance, give priority to the uh, women. In order to protect the status of the wife in the family. Therefore, the Jews, they really place importance on the role of the wife and mother. And the mom is supposed to tell the children to respect the father. And the children, they will just follow after their father. Because they see that their father kept on reading uh, the, the, the Torah. And the son or the daughter would just take a small stool and sit beside the father. They, want, they wanted to be like the father contemplating on the Torah. And the mom, she played a role as a nurturer. And we know that mom plays a very important role in the children's upbringing. So Therefore, uh, they said that if the mom is Jewish, then the, uh, the, the, the son is considered 100% Jewish. However, if uh, his father is not Jewish, then this person is not considered truly Jewish. And this is what is written in Nehemiah chapter 13. Because at that time there are many Israelites who married uh, pagan women. And there were Amorites, Ammonites, and Moabites. And then the children that they had, they can't even speak a word of, uh, of, the, uh, of the Jewish language. Because most of the time, the children spend time with their mothers. Therefore, if your mother is not Jewish, then you are not considered Jewish. Of 
Therefore, however, if your、uh, dad is non-Jewish and your mom is Jewish, for Timothy, his father was a Greek, and his mother was a Jew. And we can see that Timothy, since young, he was well versed in the scriptures. Ah, that that faith is from where? Is from his wife, from his mother. And his faith also comes from his maternal grandmother, and as well as his mother. Ah, so this Jewish people are very important in the passing down of their faith. Ah, of course, they are very important in the passing down of their faith. Ah, of course, they are very important in the passing down of their faith. Ah, of course, they are very important in the passing down of their faith. 啊，所以我们看到说这个主内通婚的确是很重要。Therefore, it is important that one marry in the Lord. 啊，当然，我讲这些道理啊，不是说对那些啊啊跟不信主的结婚来又有什么批判。Of course, I'm not trying to be judgmental standing here. 我的重点是希望说我们的年轻人呐、啊，你准备要结婚的，你要把这个放在你心上。And my focus and the theme of my sharing is that for those、uh, unmarried youth is to、uh, place this in your heart. Because this has something to do with your、uh, sons and your grandsons. Some spouses may not be a believer. Please do not despise them. 我们要鼓励啊，我们信主的弟兄姊妹，把你还没有配信主的配偶，要一定要把他带到神面前。And we have to encourage our members with unbelieving spouses to encourage them to bring them to、uh, believe. 哎，你要特别为他祷告。We have to especially pray for them. 求神带领他，让他能够明白道理。That God will guide them so that one day they will understand and accept the truth. And once they get baptized, then this new,、uh, this,、uh, they will be able to journey on this heavenly j Some youth they、uh, will meet somebody at work or at, in schools. Ah, 当然我们鼓励说啊，你还没有结婚以前，你要把他带到教会来。And we encourage them that before they get married, they should bring them to church. Ah, 让他们能够认识主。So that they will know more about our Lord Jesus. Ah, 啊，将来你们结婚了以后，因为同在主里面呐、啊，啊，这样走走同样一个信仰道路啊，我们信我们。婚姻的生活走起来才会比较更加的平顺。Then it'll be much easier、uh, when you walk on this journey,、uh, heavenly journey when you had a believing spouse. 我们谈到这个圣经的婚姻啊，是一夫一妻的制度。And we know that the arrangement is to have one husband and one wife. 我们昨天晚上谈到说、啊这个婚姻的目的是要生养虔诚的后代子孙。And we know that、uh, from the Bible it says the goal of marriage is to、uh, bear godly offspring. 说神有能力啊，可以一下子造千千万万的人啊，像造天使一样。We know that God has the power to create more humans just like the angels. 
And in the beginning, God created one human, Adam. And God created Eve to be a wife, to be the wife for Adam. So that they can get married and to bear offspring. Adam and Eve, they were considered one. And, and they were supposed to be fruitful and multiply. And of course, because man, he was created first. So, and uh, for, uh, woman comes from man. So. And the uh, definition of a woman is that she's uh, taken from the rib of man. Therefore, the woman was created for the man. And wife is the greatest present that God has for the husband. Therefore, to the husbands, you have to treat your wife as the greatest present from God. Therefore, these uh, husbands and wives, they have to pursue to live until their very last breath. Therefore, after you're married, please do not have roaming eyes or roaming hearts. And with the, our earliest forefathers, there are three generations. Abraham, Abraham and Jacob, they had more than two eyes. And we can see that their families became dysfunctional. And of course, that was a pre-law time. Because we know that the law was only instituted during the time of Moses. And because there is no law at that time, it's not considered a sin. However, Jesus said that was not the original plan of God. But because they broke the system of marriage, it brought a lot of pain and heartaches. However, when see Isaac, he only had a wife, one wife, Rebecca. And the happiest marriage is between Isaac and Rebecca. Therefore, during the uh, uh, weddings, we always uh, blessed the uh, newlyweds as um, that they may become like Isaac and Rebecca. 
，因为一夫一妻啊，彼此相爱的婚姻生活才是最幸福的。Because the happiest marriage is one, uh, with one man and one woman. 那所以我们当然在新约时代哈，啊，除了自己配偶以外，另外跟别人呐、啊，或者把妻子离婚掉啊，再另外结婚呐、啊，这是啊。圣经里面说，这个是犯淫乱的行为啊。In the New Testament, there are people who divorce their wives and then they remarried again. This is considered adultery in the Bible. 因为这个是违背律法、违背诫命。Because this is going against the commandments and going against the law. 说这个是神最不喜悦的。And this is something that God. 那我们谈这个配偶的选择啊。What about the choice of our mates? 我们一般人讲这个婚姻啊，叫做天作之合， and、就天呐、啊，上天呐、啊，上天就是神的配合。Sometimes we say that God is the、uh, matchmaker, and we want to have a marriage made in heaven. 啊，那我们基督徒的婚姻更是要神的配合。Therefore, in a Christian marriage, all the more, God must be our matchmaker. 我们昨天有谈过那个真理十八章跟十九章。Um, last night we talked、uh, about the pro- book of Proverbs, chapter 13 and 19. That、uh, marriage is arranged by God. Ah, 祖宗可以把财产给你，但是贤惠的妻子是神给你的。And、uh, you may receive inheritance from your uh, um, grandfather, but、uh, uh, uh, wife is from the Lord. 不要随便滥交啊，随便的交往。Therefore, do not. Pick your maid and your how. 当然，过去啊，有时候我们在啊找对象有很多的管道。Of course, there are many、uh, channels、um, when we are trying to know the other、uh, party. 我刚来美国的时候，我九零年来嘛。I came to the U.S. in 1990. 啊，我听到啊，有人跟我说。And someone told me. 说有一个弟兄啊，他喜欢一个姐妹。That there is a particular brother who like a sister. 啊，有一个长辈就跟他讲，你喜欢就追啊。And then then uh, 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 an older person told, asked him to just chase her. 好、哦，那、啊、你喜欢你就自己去找啊，去追啊。If you like her, why don't you just chase after her? 后来有一个弟兄啊，他喜欢上一个姐妹。And then. 一个弟兄找到一个姐妹。And there is another brother who found a sister. Whom he really like. Ah, he just came to me. And then he came and asked me. Ah, Chandra, and he said,、uh, "Preacher, why don't you help me to introduce me to her?" And then I、uh, called the、uh, sister. And then the sister said, "He knew me. Why don't he pick up the phone and call me himself?" 啊，那个时候大家还是觉得说啊，啊，如果你喜欢了、啊，你就自己去追啊，就自己去找啊。What we know is that if you like somebody, why don't you just call him herself?、Uh, call, um, call him himself or call her yourself. 那不感谢主啦，后来慢慢的哈、哦，因为在台湾很早就有婚姻介绍委员会。And thank God we have the、uh, marriage coordinators、uh, program. In Taiwan, 我们在北美的地方也慢慢啊，大家宣导这样的观念。And in North America, we also set up the system. 啊，如果说啊，你有喜欢的
And if you, like a brother or a sister, you can approach any minister or any marriage coordinators to, to help you do the next step. And through this channel, there are so many youths who got married. Preacher Young, he's uh, really good. He's uh, very gifted in the marriage coordination And one time, even IA asked him to be the leader of the uh, International Youth Fellowship. And uh, Preacher Young had uh, connected many um, youth globally. And in New Jersey's church, we have many couples who come from different parts of the world, like Taiwan, Korea, Europe, etc. And so in the New Jersey church, we have many um, foreign brides or bridegrooms. We have uh, conducted many trainings and seminars. And we encourage youth to attend, and this is a good venue for them to get to know other brothers and Therefore, once they get to know one another, we told them that they have to keep themselves holy and pure. And before you go on your dates, you need to inform your parents. And if they need help, they can approach any ministers or any marriage coordinators. And we see that uh, throughout these years, the uh, percentage of uh, youth marrying in the Lord has increased. And we told the marriage coordinators they must take their work and responsibility seriously. Because in Eastern culture, in the Chinese culture, we also have uh, uh, matchmakers. And these, uh, the job of the matchmakers is to uh, introduce them, and then after they're married, their job is done. However, in the Lord, that's another story. When we are introducing two youths, we need to go from step so A to step B. We can't just do it haphazardly. So and there's one sister who told me, and 
And uh, she, she told herself, Would I want my daughter or son to marry this person first? We must treat the youths that we are introducing someone to as our own children. You can't just, you can't just uh, matchmake the youths recklessly. We must be faithful servants of God and we have to be responsible You must understand the youth that you are introducing someone to. And there are a few sisters who joined our recent marriage coordinators seminar. To them, this is a something very uh, sacred, and this um, is a very great responsibility. Because the most important thing is we have to gain their trust. This is very important. Of course, this is marrying in the Lord and choosing a spouse for another person, but we have to have a selection criteria. There is some selection criteria. And this is something that we learn from our past generation. Number one is the faith. And virtue. Third is health. These are our selection criteria. But a lot of time we pick and choose and we uh, attach conditions. Sometimes we look at the career of a person or if this person comes from a wealthy family or what kind of status this youth has. Or maybe we'll say if this sister is beautiful or the brother is handsome. Or does this brother own a house or a car? We attach many material conditions. Personally speaking, I will put more faith in the the uh, old selection criteria of Please do not put the careers, wealth and status first and foremost. Once I was uh, working in Europe, and during a family service, and I realized that there is uh, this uh, host son who just got married. But I did not see his uh, new bride from the beginning to the end. And then 
And、uh, what they told me is that、uh, this brother had some savings. Ah, so he went back to his hometown to find a wife. He、uh, went to his hometown to look for a wife. Ah, 找到了对象以后，他们就举行了一个婚礼。And once he picked his、uh, wife, they had a wedding. Ah, 那个婚礼啊，一个聘金料很多。And of course, during the wedding, he was supposed to give some dowry to the girl's family. Ah, 婚礼的宴席又很盛大。And then he had a big wedding. Ah, 所以几乎把他所有的积蓄全部花掉。And he used up all his savings just to pay for the wedding. 啊，等到结婚以后，把新娘子带去以后 ，After the wedding, when he took his uh, uh, new wife back home， 他原来他的钱都已经花光了。The brother was penniless， 所以两个人就要非常辛苦、非常拼命的来工作生活。And both the husband and wife had to work so hard。所以这个太太啊，来到一个新环境不适应，哎、啊、呦，每天呐、啊、就。觉得我怎么会面对这样的生活 ？And his wife、um, was not very happy because coming to a new environment, yet she worked so hard to earn money. 所以压力很大，心情很不好。So she was、uh, undergoing great stress and pressure. 连他们在他们家聚会，他都不出来。And she was upset, and she did not want to attend the family service. 那这个就是在婚姻上有偏差了。This is、uh, when there is a big gap in the marriage. 当然，早期像在台湾哈，啊，也有一些这样的要聘金多少那样的方式，但是后来都已经取消掉了。In the olden days in Taiwan, we used to,、uh, to give dowries, but we have、uh, to do away with the dowry system. 所以尽量，尤其年轻人刚刚开始啊啊做工作啊，开始积蓄一点钱。啊，你以后要生活还是长远的？你不要一下子为了婚姻把所有的钱都花光。So this is an encouragement for the youth that you must not blow your savings just to uh, uh, give uh, provide dowries. 所以婚礼啦、婚宴啦，那个应当节省，不要太紧张。Do not have lavish weddings. Try to save your money for better things. 啊，尽量把一些钱呐、啊，就留着以后啊，生活。Keep your savings for after the wedding for your day-to-day expenses. Because we need to be practical. So I think we should not be too extravagant. 啊，所以我们希望说，在各地方啊，甚至的人都要帮助辅导，改善这种不好的风气。Therefore,、uh, it is the responsibility of the ministers to、uh, to counsel the youths in this regard. 啊，所以我们谈到选择配偶的对的这个标准，第一个还是我还是谈信仰。In terms of choosing your mate, to me, the top and foremost important is faith. 我们刚刚谈到说啊，所罗门就是因为娶了很多没有信仰的妇女，所以他后来被害惨了。And Solomon, he was,、uh, he became a tragic figure because of his、uh, pagan wives and concubines. 亚王啊，他娶了一个公主，又美丽又有才干。Uh, King Ahab, he married a princess who was very capable and pretty. 他结婚了以后，他是带什么？带了一堆偶像来到以色列地
But what did she do after she married King Ahab? She brought a bunch of her idols to the palace. And she caused the Israelite to sin against God. So, different faith, ah, sometimes can make a peaceful home, ah, get mocked to one level. Because if we have different, because if spouses have different faith, then we will uh, leave a foothold to the devil. 本来平静的家庭啊，因为信仰的关系啊，有时候造成家庭上的风波。A peaceful family because of a different faith will cause a, a disharmony in the family. 甚至家人的属灵的生命啊，都赔上去了。And even some members of the family, their faith will be shipwrecked. 那第二个就是品德哈。And what about virtues or characters? 现在人有时候选对象不是很重视品德。A lot of people they don't look for the virtues or characters in a mate. 好像把外貌啦、学历啦、财务啊摆在前面。Instead, they place importance on the career, education level, as well as the wealth. 啊，其实品德才是家庭幸福的基本要素。Virtue or character of a Person of a spouse is the determining factor of a good or a and happy marriage. Then the beauty is the beauty is transient; it will pass away. Then the wealth, in terms of wealth, as long as you are being very careful with your spending and you try to be frugal, then you will get rich soon. 如果没有好的品德，再多的财富最后都会流掉、流失掉。Because if you are you are not a person of character, even your wealth will all be spent away one day. 所以品德要摆在我们选择配偶的第二个。Therefore, virtue and character must be placed number two. 伊撒瓦王本来是一个好王诶。We know that King Asa started off being a good king. 但是他为他的儿子啊娶了一个亚哈的女儿。But yet he found a daughter of Ahab to be his daughter-in-law. 亚哈跟他的儿子也许别都是非常败坏的人。We know that King Ahab and Jezebel they were so evil. 当然，他的女儿啊也是一个没有德性的女子。And of course, we know that their daughter will not fall far away from the apple tree. So, the problem with King Asa was that he he befriended、uh, with the evil King Ahab and Jezebel. And his son married a evil woman. 你看这个家庭遭后来遭遇到的灾难了。因为当这个王的儿子呃死掉了以后啊，这个王后起来啊，就把所有可以继承家业的全部的统统，可以继承做王的全部杀掉。And we know that after the、uh, king's son died,、uh, Queen Jezebel killed. All the uh, uh, the uh, people who are supposed to gain the throne. If it is not that grandfather, if it is not for this aunt of the、uh, king, then 
the whole house of Esau will be destroyed. And we can see that because of the uh, lack of virtue of this uh, daughter-in-law, this great tragedy. The third is health. We know that being healthy is important. When Abraham was looking for a wife for his son Isaac, and he prayed to God, and Rebecca appeared. And this old servant was very wise. And his servant prayed that, uh, Please, Lord, send me the woman who will come to me and offer me a drink and also to, um, to offer drink to the horses. And when the Rebecca appeared, his uh, old servant asked Rebecca for a drink. And uh, Rebecca quickly gave uh, water to uh, this uh, Eliezer. And she took the initiative to offer drink to the uh, camels. And this this old servant decided that Rebecca was full of love and character and integrity. And she was also very polite. And uh, she was also very friendly. And uh, she even fed it just shows that she was very healthy and she could haul so much water to feed the camels so he observed Rebecca and he he determined that uh, Rebecca came from God and then then later on he asked Rebecca uh, which family do you come from where do you live and actually Rebecca came from the family of Abraham and when Eleazar came to Rebecca's house he was very sure that this is God's arrangement Therefore, when we are choosing our spouse, of course, we say that we must have faith, we must pray, and we must uh, trust in God. And the book of Psalms says that when we uh, lay our things before God, and God will bring it to pass. Therefore, we must pray for our marriages and we also must pray for our children's marriages. Let us bring our matters before God. Of 
我们生活当中很多的事情我们关心都会祷告神 why don't we spend more time to surrender our future with God? After prayer, we must wait for God's timing to wait for God to accomplish. Some people say, I've been praying so, so long. 有的姐妹说, 我祷告我就跟神讲，我祷告起来以后，我第一个看到的弟兄啊，那就是你为我预备的。And I have a sister who attended one of the NYTS, and then she told me that, okay, I pray to God, God, the first person that I laid my eyes on, that brother, I will marry him.啊，当然这是我们的想法。This is，是不是神的旨意不一定？This is our thinking, our wish, but is that really God's plan? 啊當然有的人啊,打個完以後說,第一個跟他見面的,後來成了,啊成了婚姻的啊,蠻好的也有。Of course, uh, there are some exceptions where um, this kind of a marriage turns out really good. 啊但是也有說打個完以後,起來他真是第一個,後來有的不是啊,啊有的結婚了以後,後來又 but there are also uh, marriages that uh, end up being uh, broken. I like how the old servant of uh, Abraham did. After you pray, you need to observe. Sometimes we are so simple-minded. It is right to be to marry in the Lord. However, we must pay careful attention to the other person's faith, virtue, as well as health. Because this marriage is forever. We have to pay close attention. Even though we have prayed, we make sure that we spend time observing if this is indeed God's arrangement. Because if truly this is God's preparation, then God will send you some signs. So we have Therefore, we must not rush into things. We must surrender to God and pray. And this is with regard to choosing our spouse. We will continue uh, tomorrow. We have two sessions tomorrow. Let's, let's rise up and sing hymn number 343.